So is our cold open every week going to be updating people on the status of us and Gazi's fucking dumb wrestling YouTube show? Because apparently I turned heel because I won the title from Dylan because he punched Blake in the dick during the triple threat we set up last week. Then I took Dylan, threw him out of the ring, and then pinned Blake for the win. No, I mean, that's really in character for your character. Yeah, I was just like, oh shit, I heel turned quickly. It's more of a, it's more of a, you've a, you're the edge, you're the edge of this group. You're the edge of our brood. Uh, <laughs> Blake is the, Blake is the Christian, I'm Gangrel. Um, okay. And so, uh, I, I, I look forward to have a, having a very, like, non-plus uh, indie career where I just kind of show up and I'm fat. And you're just like, hey guys, yeah. I filed my teeth down to look like fangs. Give me something, please. Give me the money. Yeah. So what you're saying is that on Gazi's next stream, Dylan, you need your rematch for the title, but it's now going to be a triple threat with Gangrel involved. <laughs> um, no, but I do demand Gangrel's entrance. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to talk about the... Um... Full the handicap, day. the handicap match where um, it was a uh, winner gets to become president of the United States, and we beat the living shit out of Donald Trump. And the match ended with Dylan punching the president in the cock, and then all three of us doing the shield triple power bomb to the president and then pinning him. So welcome to Five Boys, ladies and gentlemen, the weekly podcast about professional and not-so-professional wrestling. I am your host, Scotty Moore, joined as always by my tag team partner in crowd. We can't keep doing this, Dylan, please. Here's the thing. Every time I do it, you can just be like, okay, and then I'll wait for him to finish, and then I'll do the intro like a normal person, and then I'll just cut the audio, because I know it's about five minutes in. (laughs) Like, you for some reason... It's like an anime... Oh, no, it's like The Flash. You're like The Flash in the Arrowverse Flash show, where, like, you forget that you have a superpower, (laughs) and then just... Let yourself get beat up by people. Like, it's really embarrassing to anybody who's paying attention. It's gonna get to a point now where people can just, like, Vegas odds on if Dylan fucks up the opening for the show or not. I want odds to be put on it. And hey, I'm Blake Tanner. Fuck you guys. (laughs) I left that pause in just for you, buddy. (laughs) Um... (laughs) So should we just start the show talking about Dean Ambrose going full fucking Bane on this week's episode of Raw? Um, we can get to that, but first I do want to restate, um, since we're starting over, that this is a horribly rated Raw. Worst ever. Yeah. Bad. Ever. No one watched <laughs> this. No one did. It. It's like last week was terrible, and then people were like, I don't want to do that to myself again. Yeah. And then, and then they stopped. I mean, this one wasn't compared to last week. Ba- like it was a masterpiece compared right, to right, last right. week. Right, right, right. But, but Scotty, but Scotty, if if right now Blake shot you, um, <laughs> you probably wouldn't show up again for next week's recording, would you? You'd be a little wary. You'd be like, maybe not. Maybe I'll li- wait, give it another week, see if it was just like a one-time thing, and then I'll show up again. Like that's basically what it is. Oh, well, then also, how did Blake shoot me through a computer is my secondary word. No, no, no. He's just in your Dylan, room. Dylan, oh. also, like, I'll have you know that if I shoot Scotty, he will not be coming back, period, <laughs> next week. I like how the Alabama pride was like, no one is going to shit on my marksmanship. <laughs> it's one shot, one kill, motherfucker. <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> Blake Cabana, I guess. <laughs> love this idea that now I have to update your JWF character to just come out with a gun. What's Blake's new finishing move? Gun. (laughs) (laughs) He just shoots them. He's killed a lot of people, but it's in the ring, so we can't do anything (laughs) about it. 
It's like we couldn't do anything whenever Braun Strowman was just assaulting people for months. Yeah, they were just like, were you going to stop him? No, I'm not either. All right. By the way, anytime, anytime you say, say say it like that, I just imagine the old Power Thirst commercial. Now in Fizz Bitch and Gun. <laughs> gun! <laughs> um, going back to Ambrose, though, I think he's just sick of it. Uh, you can tell though that like he is giving his best to like 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 this clearly wasn't his idea or maybe it was we'll find out later this i will say this was actually pretty fucking cool like i really liked the sirens playing behind his music and then him picking up the mic and just breathing into it like Darth Vader for a solid minute to get heel heat. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's he's trying his best with what is essentially just like not a great idea. Yep. Yeah. Like, there's so many but better he's... ways they could take this. Like, I'm afraid of these germs and stuff storyline because everybody everybody's gotten hurt or sick or something. And you know what? You know what they could. You know. You know what's. You know what a, a much better idea you could have for for a heel than what Dean Ambrose is doing, Scotty. Daniel Bryan. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like that too. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna be every vegan you've ever wished you could just teleport away into a mound of soy. I am going <laughs> to just be. I'm just going to be fucking pretentious and like, I'm not going to actually answer your argument. I'm just going to fucking say the same shit over and over again in a condescending tone. And then hit people in the dick. His original, his original heel gimmick was also very vegan esque, but this time it's not just I'm a vegan. It's I'm a vegan, and I'm also pretty fucking crazy, and you don't want to fuck with me. The new Daniel, Br- his look too, like his hair, like that. Yeah, it's uh, just like it's so similar, but it's just messed up enough that you know, oh, mm-hmm. he's not I right. Like, I do like how he outhealed the Miz for a solid five minutes. Oh yeah, that was really because the Miz kept trying to be like, so I'm like trying to be whatever, and then Daniel Brown was like. Hey, doesn't matter. You don't, you don't matter. I was really hoping they would have a match. Yeah. And the match would consist of, like, bell rings kick to the dick <laughs> to the Miz, and then match is over, and then Daniel Bryan just walks away like, see, told you it didn't matter, fucker. And then just... As he slowly walks to the back, fickle, 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 fickle. 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 No, it's like the spot where he gets him in the corner and just rapid fires, like, leg or kicks into him over and over again it's that except it's now rapid fire kicks straight into the miz's dick for like six minutes as the referee's like you definitely can't do that that's an absolutely no no that would get him too much face that would get him too many cheers Mm -hmm. um but that was really that was really good (sighs) sorry that wasn't because i find daniel bryan boring his his stuff is just so good yeah Add him to the list of people that can deal with a what chant like a champion. Oh, uh, yeah. That was, was great. It was amazing. It's him, CM Punk, The Rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, very exclusive club. Wasn't Alexa Bliss on there, too? Uh, I stopped paying attention to it. A weird addition uh, to that one. Addition. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I look forward to when Asuka deals with it eventually. Yeah. Oh, also, speaking of SmackDown, uh, they had the... The TLC signing, and mm-hmm. that was probably as over as like a non-match women's segment as I've ever seen. Well, I mean, would you have Oscar going crazy and screaming Japanese at Ric Flair's daughter for a few minutes? Everyone's gonna go crazy about it. Mm-hmm. I also like the later on tag match. Yeah, because there were a couple of moments of it that were uh, that were pretty superb. One was like. I mainly saw the finish. I didn't see the match, but like the finish was where the money was. Basically, Mandy Rose is on the apron. Oscar pulls her off. Oscar gets on the apron. Like Charlotte boots Oscar because Mandy was there and then mm-hmm. wasn't looking. But I like to think that like Charlotte Charlotte just doesn't see color and it's like <laughs> oh, good on you. <laughs> Actually boots Oscar. I do like that Oscar's automatic response after that 
whenever Charlotte was pinning it was, I'm not even going to look like I accidentally kicked you in the face. I'm <laughs> Just sliding, sliding in Siguri. Like, yeah. oh my god. Shining Wizard-esque. Just kick to the face. Knocked I, the... F- I also like that her random kick, enough that Sonya Deville could just stack Charlotte up and get the win. That's yeah. all it took. Wasn't like a finisher. It wasn't like a quick, like, whatever pin. No, no, no. It's basically, a, essentially, like a KO. Yeah. And like, I'm just like, oh, man. Oh, it's gonna be so... It's gonna be so good. It it's, wasn't a finisher. It was a murder. It was yeah. yeah. I can't wait until a murder happens, like, and there's the ability for somebody to then fall through a table off a ladder. Like, uh, you you know TLC2, when they set up the table between two ladders? I'm hoping for that, but then it's, like, Charlotte, or then it's, like, Asuka and anybody on the top of it, and then it turns into, like, a Star Wars-esque duel. (laughs) Like, I'm... Where people are precariously fighting on, like, something that's way too fucking high up, and you're just like, why are they doing this? That makes no logical sense, but you don't care, because it's fucking awesome. <laughs> if they were in London, if if they were in London, the crowd would just start chant, like, chant singing, duh, 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 Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, did you see the Rusev promo that was the greatest thing he's done since turning babyface? I will, I will feast on Nakamura on the greatest holiday. Walks away. Rusev Day! I was just like, oh, why no, did we break up that tag team again? For me, it was the beginning where he's like, look, I've got chest like oak barrels. I've got biceps. I can't remember what the biceps were. And then he goes, and then I've got traps like double-decker tacos. <laughs> <laughs> double-decker tacos supreme. <laughs> Yes, Rusev. So I do like how Lana was just there. Like, yeah, that's my man. I, uh, I fuck that. And <laughs> like, but with like pride in her eyes. Mm-hmm. Like she was just like, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, girls, that's mine. Like I'm just like, wow. Of course she's proud. She gets to feast on double decker tacos every night. <laughs> she's exactly. Got I, I, I am sad that Rusev will never ascend higher than the fucking U.S. title. Yeah. That depresses me a lot. I like to think that every time he holds on to that title, he thinks, Ah, uh, yes, you and me again, old friend. Yeah. <laughs> Let us go. <laughs> Off into the sunset until John Cena returns. Oh, I mean, no. I, he's, it's, it's, I really feel like, you know, Cesaro, him, anytime there's a talented European wrestler, they're like, well, we'll give you the American title, yeah. and then we'll make you a tag team champion, and then that's it. And then you're done. Yeah. And then you're done. We don't have the European title anymore, so we can't use that oxymoron. Uh, uh, could be worse. You could have a very fantastic kind of odd couple tag team, be the first ever SmackDown tag team champions, and then randomly, one of you gets fired and the other becomes a referee. Yeah, that's only random if you don't realize that Rhino should be retiring. Yeah, well, I mean, that's one of the reasons, but for me, I'm like, okay, cool, you can use this to elevate Slater to something. Now, this was from fantasy booking that I saw, and this is what got me. Yeah. So this is what's going to happen, right? When Brock Lesnar loses, whoever it's going to be... It's going to be to a run-in referee, Heath Slater, because the other ref got knocked out. And as he counts the pin as fast as possible, he's going to scream that it's for his kids. Because he gives a shit about his kids. No, and then it's revealed Braun Strowman is actually Heath Slater's (laughs) child. No, no, no. It's revealed that Braun Strowman is the godfather of one of Heath Slater's children. (laughs) Yeah. But I want him to come in, like, one-man band, super kick Brock, and be like, be like fuck that, and then... Yeah. Uh, that actually would be a really cool redemption story, because it's like, we can't make him champ. Yeah. That's, that's why it's never going to happen. So yeah. what you're saying is when Brock eventually faces Drew McIntyre... Also known as Heath Slater's nephew. Heath Slater's nephew. (laughs) Yeah, I just, I don't, unless he has like a Brad Maddox-esque punch someone in the dick. Listen, listen, 
for the last time, it's Brad the Brad Maddox Maddox. <laughs> Get it right. May he live on forever. That was Brad the man who lived in a cave, Maddox. It was Brad the man that got to jizz on, on page Maddox. No, Brad the man that got to jizz on the NXT women's title, forcing them to change it immediately after Maddox. Yeah. Yeah. What have you done in what have you done in your life to affect the course of history? <laughs> <laughs> Brad Maddox changed all the titles in NXT with one with one orgasm. Like uh, I, I, th- I thought you were gonna say in one stroke, and I was about to say no, there were many strokes. <laughs> yeah, many that's str- why. Jesus Christ. So let's talk about fucking Lucha House Party, because did you hear? We're banning that shit. <laughs> <laughs> we're lucha, banning them. lucha, 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 fickle. Fickle lucha. That was what you want to hear. Fickle lucha, lucha fickles. No, did you hear? Apparently, I think it was Kalisto. He was like, I was talking to Vince. And Vince oh, was- yeah. <laughs> and Vince looks at me and he goes, You know that money in the bank briefcase? <laughs> Yeah? Why don't we put a big pinata up there and put the championship title in there instead? And I'm like, do you mean like a normal ladder match, Vince? No, no, I would thought it was like a ladder match, but there was a pinata and you would have to break the pinata to get the championship out of it. Wait, So it's Russo-esque because you have to get a weapon to get to the objective. So that means there's another level of like the the like the like the wiffle ball bat or whatever they have could break mm-hmm. the like like the the uh, fucking pinata could not break um, the title could just fall out randomly and then somebody could just be standing there and get hit in the head with it and yeah. then like they become champion that's how it works. Um, also, so many. There's got to be. Firstly, I don't like the idea of there being ladders. I like the idea of just like if. You have to get everyone else out of the ring, and once you do, you're handed a bat and a blindfold, and the pinata lowers. <laughs> you know, no, we're not having a blindfold match. This isn't fucking like Chris Harris versus Cowboy James Storm. <laughs> not doing, not, not doing an electrified cage blindfold match for it's, for all the marbles. It's like a lumberjack match, except once you do clear the ring, the lumberjacks have to spin you around a lot. I'm by the saying. way, I would like to. By the way, I would. Uh, speaking of shitty booking, I would like to see one intergender match. Uh, that was a lumberjack and Jill match, and there's just random. But like, it's all the people that are already like couples outside the ring, and then it just evolves to them all like making out in like some weird orgy, and then oh, people the- in the ring not knowing how to handle it, and then leaving. <laughs> would, a, would a Jack and Jill? Would a Jack and Jill match also be a King of the Hill match? No. <laughs> so I, I don't mind. I don't want to sound man. I was gonna put Adam no. It's gonna Sandler be no, no, no. It's gonna be a King of the Mountain match. We're bringing that back. <laughs> Shark cage and everything. So anyways, back to the good, good pinata match. Listen to this. It allows for some great spots where you knock everyone out of the ring. They have they have to stay out for like 30 seconds to give you your opportunity. 30 seconds, bell rings, they run in, and then the dude's blindfolded, but he's still hitting people with bats, not knowing that he's tagging them out. Um... This oddly like enough, a- the young bucks. Oddly enough, the young bucks did that spot. Um, <laughs> no, 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 something similar. Uh, they faced Naito and Bushi in ROH, and like Matt got blinded by the mist. Uh, but then he super kicked Bushi, super kicked Naito, super kicked Nick, and then super kicked the referee. Oh yeah, I think <laughs> I've seen that clip online before. Yeah, he just goes That's super similar. kick crazy. Yeah, but then he like finally gets it out of his eyes, and he looks around. And he's like, "What the fuck happened?" <laughs> Would this would this match lead to like the du- kind of dusty finish where the person that everyone wants to win the match like gets the pinata but they don't get the championship out of the pinata because they didn't break because it. it turns out because it turns out somebody else in the match took the pinata out before the mat or the the title out of the pinata before the match and had held it all along. No, no, no. Here's what it is. Firstly, I bro. Bro, Bro. if this was like like 2006, this would be a perfect angle with, like, Eugene. I'm just letting you know that right now. Oh, no. 
the b- super hot baby face breaks the pinata. The title falls out. They're still blindfolded. While they're blindfolded, the heel runs in, grabs the title. Since they grabbed it before the person who broke the pinata could, they're officially champion. Yep. Because at the end of the day, finish. it's whoever's holding the fucking belt. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> not the, rule. the one who obviously break- worked the hardest to get it. If you break the pinata, you don't get the candy. It's whoever gets the candy first. <laughs> just gotta grab it. Wait, that's true. <laughs> even better. It does have to be like a Santino Eugenia's character breaks it. Title falls out. Also, candy. <laughs> he gets distracted by the candy while the heel gets the title. I would get distracted by the candy. I would get distracted by them sweet tits rolls. I would also like it if it's like, oh, we can't actually show any name brand candy except for Snickers. <laughs> I do like that a few days ago, I'm like, wow, that fucking Dean Ambrose segment was so buck wild, we're gonna spend most of the show talking about it. I wish I could travel in time back to me then and be like, no, you're gonna spend it talking about a fucking made-up pinata match. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, would you, would, um, wrestler... <laughs> Would wrestler action figures also fall out of the pinata? I'd, I'd feel like I'd need that in my life. Yes, but they would still be in the packaging, so afterwards <laughs> the distraught babyface during the commercial break can throw them in packaging out to the audience. Mmm, that's good. That's good. That's and good. just, like, clock a child in the back <laughs> of the head. Like Samoa back. Joe. And to the left. Back <laughs> and to the left. <laughs> oh, fuck. There it is. There it is. We've done the perfect episode of the show. So should we just talk about, briefly, about terrible, horrible person JBL? Um, yes. JBL sucks. He's terrible. I'm glad that he's gone. He can continue living with all of his wealth in the tax haven that he lives in, and may it be his cell forever. I really enjoy that has nothing to do with the news story. It's just Blake getting out some issues he's had with JBL in the past. Um, his his treatment of Mario Ronaldo broke my camel's back on JBL, so yeah. fuck JBL. Well, I don't care how good his commentary could be every now and again when he has a good one-liner. Suck it. The fact that he... Well, I mean, I feel like the moment that broke me was the fact that he said, Yeah, that deceased wrestling legend, I could have kicked his ass and his son's ass. <laughs> and then the following day, I'm sorry, everybody. Uh, old JBL had him a few good ones last night. Uh, if y'all could just all back away and pretend like this never happened. I bet you anything Cody was like, I ain't fucking pretending nothing never happened, cause fuck you. Oh, Cody, Cody would never let that down, right? Yeah. I just want to see... JBL, I've never done anything to the man, but I just wanted to see if I was blocked by JBL. (laughs) Just random. Can that be our secondary dust watch this week, is... Hey, hey, Dustin, sorry, we're gonna have to take this to say, fuck you, JBL, you asshole. Also, please follow us, Dustin, and block us, JBL. That would be the exact tweet. Oh. Oh my god. Yeah, so, basically, how, what popped it off? Like, what popped off him just randomly being like, Cody Rhodes ain't nothing compared to me. I'm the JBL. Oh my god! What? Scotty, JBL's blocked me! What? No! <laughs> you are blocked JBL from following at JC Layfield and viewing at JC Layfield's tweets! How? How have you been blocked? You've done nothing to the man! I've never tweeted the man before! How does he know? How <laughs> does he. No, I think this just happened. I think he just heard you say this and is like, nope. Okay. So let me go through my four fucking Twitter accounts. But. And uh, see my- how many of them are blocked by <laughs> JBL. 
Let's. There's uh, got to have been like a tweet that I liked or some shit that was negative to JBL, and he just goes through and blocks everybody that liked it. Okay. Have, no, wait. Let's legit. Let's do this real time. Let's just try to compose something that would get us blocked by JBL and see if we can do it in less than the time of the show. <laughs> um. It has okay. to be faved, because I feel like if we make it a joke, JBL won't block us. I feel like if we just make it bite, like, if we insult him just enough. Really happy at J.C. Layfield doesn't do commentary anymore. Anymore. <laughs> He was a real stinker with a butt fetish. <laughs> a, a butt a butthole fetish, okay? Like let's let's not listen, there's nothing wrong with being an ass man. Billy Gunn had a whole song about it. <laughs> okay. Really happy JC Layville doesn't do commentary anymore. WWE deserves better than that stinker. Hashtag Dustwatch 2018. <laughs> oh, Why did this God. motherfucker block me? I don't know. <laughs> it's just a joke. Also, unblock Blake A. Tanner, you cho- you sniveling cur. You sniveling cur. <laughs> All right. Take that, you Texas chode. (laughs) (laughs) All right, it is 10.52. We will see what comes of that by the end of the episode. But you know what else I'd like to see come? Oh, no. (laughs) That one's bad. That one's bad. (laughs) No, please. Keep going on. Tell 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 us that you'd like to see all of our, uh, all of our, all of our glory supporters. Come over at over at merch at a load of I would like to see them, much like Brad Maddox, come to patreon.com slash a load of BS, ladies and gentlemen, and make sure to support us. Give us a little bit. Hey, JBL, if you want to support us, patreon.com slash a load of BS is the place where you can do it. You get access to our exclusive Discord where you can hang and chat. You get shouted out on the show of your choice every single week like that fucking animal. The only person I'd say in the world's worse than JBL is Gazi, our lovely patron at patreon.com slash a load of BS. I mean, seriously, did you see what he did? Did you see what he did to us? What he did to us? He made us beat up the president. No, that was great. Sorry. That was actually a good thing. Yeah, um, he made it. He just made me look like a chump. He made Blake Tanner look like a chump. Thank you for the like and retweet, Blake. (laughs) I want to get to the bottom of this. (laughs) Uh, but now it's time to go to our second favorite Twitter thing of all time, and that's da 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 dust watch. (laughs) Dust watch. Uh oh. Tales. Uh, dust watch. Oh. We're gonna have two dust watch tweets this week. Yeah. Um, I do like I do like that that uh in response to Crazy Dustin just running wild all over World Tag League. By the way, I'm in ninety eighth place in the World Tag League. Jesus, pick-ups. dude. It's cause you're following the best friends train. <laughs> no! They're fucking like one win above five hundred. I heard I picked them to lose three matches. I think they lost all three of those matches. I just knew they were gonna lose. I was just like, well, there's not even a point. Yeah. I think I think I have them winning tonight against fucking G O D. Like I'm just like, yeah. And then and tomorrow they'll no. Yeah, Saturday Saturday morning, I'm going to wake up to the best friends of have like no longer being a tag team. It's going to make me sad, but Excalibur's going to be there to call it. So I'll have that going for me, which will be nice. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Sorry, Friday I'm not composing my own life is like the hurricane here on Fight Boys. Samoans, Dustin. Trent. All right, so uh, no, 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 don't, don't, don't get, don't, don't workshop it on air. Okay. Come back to us with the finished product two That's weeks a, from now. That should be the theme song for Dustwatch. 
Okay, are you going to sing it every week? Because then I'm going to quit the podcast. <laughs> no, 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 I'll have a recording. A That's recording even worse. A fun audio, like, video clip to put in the shows. Um, but yeah, no, crazy, crazy Dustin's been showing up, but in response to that, he's like, all is fine, please purchase, and it's just been all the Best Friends t-shirts. <laughs> so he's, like, using it as a merch opportunity, which might be working, but, uh, no. Uh, be like, hey. Oh, also, he keeps saying they're gonna win the whole thing, even though they're mathematically eliminated. Oh, really? I thought they've only lost because thought... of him getting them DQ'd in two matches. Oh, okay. the one where he, the one like last week where he beat the shit out of uh, Hanare, and then one where he just chucked a chair at fucking Mike Elgin, like middle of a match. <laughs> he's just, a, he just yeet, yeet, it. Dear, wait, 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 at Sexy Chucky T, way to yeet a chair at, uh, at Michael Elgin. I've been wanting to do that for years. <laughs> no, I did, hey, at Sexy Chucky T, all is fine over here on Fight Boys, enjoy the shirt. And then a fucking link to the Dustwatch, yet to be updated to say 2018. You know sure. it was it 2019, beautiful, beautiful. Instead of instead of all is fine, uh, please follow. Oh uh, shit! No, no, no. I didn't put Do it your way, follow. and then put like uh, retweet and follow at Dustwatch twenty eighteen at at best friends for best tag team. <laughs> they did <laughs> nice. beat they did beat Yano and Ishi, so they yeah. are technically the best tag team in chaos, which is fair point. Yeah. All right. Yano and Yano and uh, and Ishii are former tag team champions. Okay, guys, I'm sorry. This is gonna have to be the third week in a row because even more has come out about the fucking American dirtbag, the chinless wonder, James Ellsworth. I am American dirtbag. <laughs> like, can you do the rest of your episode in your James Ellsworth impression? Hi, hi guys, I'm, I'm James Ellsworth, I'm American Dirtbag. To do this voice, I had to suck my chin into the non-existence. It looks painful to do that impression. Um, I was yeah. giving myself the worst over by, oh, fuck now. After last Thank week, you. it's come out even more, like, I guess it's all rumors and speculation, so it's all, none of this can be confirmed. But apparently Ellsworth did almost pay someone on the East Coast, like, $20,000 to destroy that young girl's telephone. He paid, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, go, go back a step. Please, please repeat that. James Ellsworth, upon Correct. finding out that the, one of the young women he sent nudes to released it to the public, he was going to pay someone on the East Coast to go and find her phone and destroy it. So no evidence can be used against him. Ah, uh, that's uh, that's known as tampering, and he's <laughs> going away forever. Yeah. All right. Hey, guys, guess what? The intergender championship is going to be vacated. You guys want to try and like get in on that Andy Kaufman style, no wrestling experience? I think Hold we got on. a shot. No, I like, think we got a shot. It's going to hey. be like We Freebird rules that? Yes! Oh, perfect. Perfect. Uh, it'll go over better than David Arquette, so let's do it. <laughs> the first time. David Arquette's over as fuck right now. That's yeah. true. David Arquette could show up at a venue, destroy all three of us. Cheers for days. All he had to do was get a hole in his neck, and he's got the respect of everyone. Yeah. All he had to do was show up to wrestling almost 20 years later and, like, try. And everybody was just like, holy shit, this is DDP-esque. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm still just looking. More women come forward in light of James Ellsworth's situation. More uh, people are like, is that who that skinny, chinless person who sent me nudes was? Okay. Yeah. Oh. Also, fun fact, oh. if either of you have Snapchat and would like to add him, it is Jimmy underscore Dream. Oh, my. Um, I'd, uh, I'd like to... No. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like... <laughs> Oh, shit, hold on, I have to send this to you guys, because this is fucking beautiful. 
It's a, it's from a lady, I don't, I'm not gonna name her on, <laughs> on Twitter, cause I don't wanna give her more publicness, but shit, this is- Is it Taylor Hendricks? It's not Taylor <laughs> Hendricks, but she tweeted a conversation she had between her and Ellsworth on fucking Snapchat, where she was just like, I guess she was like doing subtle flirting, but like, fuck it, she, he then sent a, like, how to get to his hotel- and she goes, uh, I don't know. And then he sends this picture. If you guys would like to go to the Fight Boys chat on, uh, on Facebook. Oh, no. Where he does look like a character from the Mos Eisley Cantina in the I don't. I don't want to do the show anymore. Can I just leave? Can so, I? Can I? Can I be excused from the rest of the podcast? He looks like he's gonna be my next character in Worms. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm gonna use him to fucking lob I, grenades at other worms that look like James Ellsworth. <laughs> you can't see his body. It's only a neck coming up. Like my friend doesn't like you. <laughs> oh man, like the new that Earthworm Jim remaster is looking <laughs> good. Welcome to We Welcome <laughs> to Roasted Worms, the show where we take out James Ellsworth. Oh fuck me! Oh my god! I I don't normally like do shit like that, but he deserves it probably. Oh, god. Oh. Oh, fuck me. So, oh, wait, what the fuck? What is this? At StorylineBot. And apparently it's just a Twitter account that makes up fake storylines for wrestling. The Big Show defeated Tomasa Ciampa with a triple jump moonsault in Green Bay. Wait, Milwaukee. Johnny Gargano won a mask versus mask match against David Otunga with a Bexploder at the Royal Rumble. Oh my god. I wish, I wish David Otunga would randomly come back with just a mask, but like still wear the same like pullover sweater and like have the same mug and everything, but just walk out to the ring and just like a Lucha mask, no explanation. Yeah. And then just try to wrestle. Then Lucha House Party comes out like, dude, what the fuck? What's going on? <laughs> Actually, that's a better story than anything going on on Raw. Oh, by the way, SmackDown also had record low ratings. That makes um, me sad, because SmackDown was pretty decent this week. So here's the thing, and somebody pointed pointed out in the thread. Uh, wrestling's just not popular, guys. Uh, we may like it. No. Uh, a lot of people may like it, but wrestling mainstream overall, it's not doing great. It's not It's not the renaissance. It's not the 90s again. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? So wait, what you're saying is a segment where the heel in a situation spends about five minutes telling the audience to drink responsibly and make sure they make it home all right that night. And that's oh, the and bad guy. Do you mean the or do you mean the other heel that is telling everybody about the responsibility of getting vaccinated? Or, or the, the other heel that's trying to tell everybody that that wasteful uh wasteful consumerism is damaging the planet or the other heel <laughs> that started delegating his power to women in an equality move or yeah. the other oh, other hey, heel you. that's a hard-working immigrant that's slowly working his way up <laughs> to the top of the company and you know what all of them somehow still have something to say about millennials yes <laughs> cuz fuck those millennials <laughs> <sighs> Oh, by the way, did, did we cover did we cover the uh, the DIY reunion last week? We didn't, but we needed to because yeah. I, I. So saw here's it. the thing: it's not a okay. Let me let me let me preface it. It's not a reunion because like everybody who was there was just like, hey, listen, Johnny Gargano thought he was getting hit next. Uh, he thought he was like totally expecting the the double cross, and then Chubba was like, no, it's okay, buddy. Like some kind of like weird like fucking psycho psychopath move. Uh, but the thing is, is that, like, don't pay attention to Reunited Heal DIY. Nobody gives a fuck about that. You know what you should be happy about? You know what you should pay attention to? We're probably getting Black Velvet. And y'all need to get on board with that now. Oh, that's gonna be really good, actually. 
Black you know what, you know, you know what the DIY. best tag team finisher is? Black Mass into Purple Rainmaker. That's the best tag <laughs> yep. team finisher because because that just has that just has smart orgasm written all over it. Mm-hmm. See, with me after it happened, you know, like the, this these two men who have been feuding and having a vicious feud all year suddenly reunite in a ring together, and I just went. Fuck, they stole me and Blake's gimmick. This is bullshit. <laughs> we totally, we totally trademarked breaking up and getting back together. Yeah. So have you guys seen about Chris Jericho, the bus warrior yet? Because it's my new favorite story about Jericho this year. He speared the dude and kept punching him. See, that's because Meltzer's the one who reported it. And my favorite was the fact that goes, Jericho hit the man with a spear capitalized meaning i was thinking he's like at the steps of the bus and then he just goes and then he just runs towards him (laughs) i was going going even more old school he's like edge pulling the hair back like no 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 no. he's 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 given he's given roman the roman the rub there that's (laughs) well whatever he did it was enough to win him the 24 hours always open jericho-holic championship yeah which that guy was holding, and he's like, "My turn." Pass. Some strange the, reason. Listen, I, oddly enough, what what a coincidence! The odds of that. Yeah, dude, I just love the stories of like wrestlers getting into altercations than using re- actual wrestling moves. Like, didn't Daniel Bryan put a guy in a yes lock for trying to rob his house or something? He he only put him in a rear naked choke. A choke? rear naked choke. A rear neck. Is that your James Ellsworth coming back? Hold on. Hey, y'all got it coming up? Come on up. <laughs> you told me you was going to come to uh, my hotel and have sex with me. Hey, where is that? I'm at, you up in my hotel when, room. When Daniel Bryan uh, starts uh, like putting some mission moves on people that eat uh, unsustainable foods backstage on SmackDown. Yeah. Like somebody's having, like somebody's having a taco and he's like, is that... Is that free range chicken? No. Heel hook. <laughs> <laughs> somebody somebody also pointed out on Reddit, man, they better not tell uh Daniel Bryan what that strap's made of. <laughs> oh yeah. Leather, oddly enough. Interestingly. Uh guys, I just now realized one I want him to carve one out of balsa wood and bring that fucker <laughs> to the ring. <laughs> so guys, I want him to knit it himself. Oh, guys, I'm realizing my one problem with the JBL situation, and it's that I'm afraid what happens if he responds? Then we get internet famous. <laughs> Think about the publicity. Think about, we get Maro after him. We're like, come on, buddy! Take him down! Mama mia! <laughs> <laughs> And then he's gonna, and then he's gonna, gonna hear this podcast and be like, "Man, that sounded fucking horrible." They were terrible people. I shouldn't have helped them with this. Although uh, he probably will agree with us on our feelings with Ellsworth. Yeah. Oh, I know this has nothing to do with wrestling, but fuck it, we got a minute to waste. And I just saw on Twitter that apparently Soldier Boy has a video game console now. I did see that. Uh, um, it, that was his response to not being put in uh, 2K19. <laughs> no, like, no, he, he, they, they didn't. They didn't agree to make Def Jam uh, three and put him in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, in addition to the Soldier Game console, he's also selling a handheld version, version, and a virgin. Wait, oh no, Soldier so Pods. the version to virgins. Soldier pods, a soldier watch, soldier pad, soldier headphones, and a soldier phone. Now, when you say soldier pods, are you talking about the ones you put in your ear or the ones you put in your laundry that you shouldn't eat? I think the ones, no, the you, ones, put... you, ones you insert anally. Rectally, yeah. Mm, right. My favorite. <laughs> Someone did make this point that the soldier game handheld should have been called the soldier boy. <laughs> yeah. How expensive are these? Because I want one for Christmas. Even though I know it's good. Hold on. They use the same fucking company that we use for merch.aloadedpurebs.com and that's not a joke. (laughs) So if it's good enough for Soldier Boy, it's good enough for you. Which makes me say, 
go on over to merch.loadedpurebs.com, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure to pick you up some awesome merch for all your favorite BS Network programs. From Quit shopping on SoldierWatch.com, Blake. No, I just sent you guys something in the chat that's got to be on Daniel Bryan's next shirt. Oh, I was afraid that it was just that picture of Ellsworth closed up again. Oh my uh, god, no, Blake, no. What? It's okay to do it in public now. Well, if you want shirts that are better than the one Blake just sent us, go to merch.aloadedpurebs.com. We got shirts for the Fight Boys, including the brand new Fight Boys ugly Christmas sweater. And then, of course, the uh, shirts for all your favorite JWF superstars, from the BS to the Dylan, the Fight Boys, which are not us. The other Fight Boys have their own shirt, all available at merch.aloadedpurebs.com. But, boys, it's now late as fuck. I've been checking in on JBL, and we're still not blocked yet. We should have waited until we'll, like uh, we'll we'll update everybody next week. It'll be fun. We yeah. should have waited till like a game game day Sunday. And he would have definitely been gone at that point. Uh, but now, I think we need to go and head on over to everyone's favorite commentators, Silver Spoon and Captain Tibbs, for another episode of JWF Monday Night War. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to JWF Monday Night War. I'm your host, Silver Spoon, joined, as always, by my life partner in crime. It's Captain Tibbs. What? What? Nothing, Tim. You did sign those papers I gave you, right? Uh, are they the bonding papers or the new contracts? I don't remember. You got a good salary increase with this last one. I need to talk to you about that. That's right. Oh, you don't need to worry about that, Tibbs. What we need to worry about is the fact that we're only two weeks away from the JWF Barcade pay-per-view. Of course, the annual event. We all know. We all love it. It's bar. Cade and Tibbs, let me tell you something. We're going to have some absolutely amazing matches coming up on that pay-per-view. But speaking of amazing matches, can we talk about the Dylan and his his heavyweight captain's championship open challenge he's been doing every week? It seems like he's been having match of the week every single week, Tibbs. It's been really hot, Sylve. The Dylan, what he's been doing with this championship, it's everything I wanted when I introduced the captain's championship. That's right, Tibbs, and I think the Dylan's ready to put out another open challenge because he's on our ring right now. Let's have a listen. So, after last week, I've decided to be a little more specific with my open challenge because, you see, when I ask somebody to come down here, give me a fight, like an actual fight, not an opportunity to slap around a 12-year-old, so I'm going to try again here. See, I don't want anybody's cronies. I don't want a bunch of backwards hillbillies. I don't want somebody pretending that, uh, that you know, hammers are a gimmick. I want a fight. I want someone to come down here, look me in the eyes, and I want to know beyond a shadow of a doubt that there's a chance I might lose. So if you don't think you can give me that, if you don't think you can navigate the rough seas, you don't think you can make it out of here in one piece, then don't bother, because I'm not looking for you. I'm looking for someone that's going to make this title matter even more than it already does. So here it is, boys. Time to man up, come on down, and bring it on, because the because the captain, the captain's ready for competition. And that walk way down to the ring is nice and clear. All right, Tibbs. Well, he's put out that challenge. Oh, wait. It sounds like the music of Canada Charlie, the man who I guess Dylan was uh, talking about earlier in, earlier in his uh, speech there, the man who last week sent all of his cronies after the Dylan trying his best to attack them. But now it looks like he's alone. He doesn't have the lumberjack. He does not have a... Uh, Felix Ball, he's out here alone. Do you think Canada Charlie's ready to put up a fight? No. Oh, well, I don't know, because now he's actually marching to the ring. Oh, but wait! From out of nowhere, Tibbs, Charlie is assaulted by... Oh, wait a minute. T- Tibbs, is that who I think that is? But do you see that long hair? Look uh, at it! It is! It's JXT Superstar, Papa Bliss, 
the big papa making his debut for this company. And it looks like he wants to make his debut in a big way, Tibbs. This massive superstar hulking down to the ring. And Dylan, well, I'll be damned, Dylan actually looks pretty impressed. You know what, Sills? This is an actual good match that everybody wants to see. Charlie, to make that match competitive against the Dylan we've seen time and time again, he'd have to pull a unicorn out of his butt. That's right, Tibbs, but now the Dylan, I guess, deeming Papa Bliss a worthy competitor, shaking his hand, and it, oh my god, the bell rung, and then, I mean, look at that, Papa Bliss immediately tossing Dylan across the ring, manhandling the champion, this is astounding, Tibbs. Very strong competitor, Papa Bliss, you know, his some say that he's, uh, he's able to make even the ethereal tap. That's right, Tibbs, I mean... Of course, Papa Bliss, this monstrous man we've seen come up in JXT, finally debuting. And let me tell you something, what a way to debut, taking down the Dylan like this. Absolutely astounding. I mean, the Dylan is nearly seven feet tall, but next to Papa Bliss, I mean, he actually looks small, Dibs. This is weird. Mm-hmm. If your first move when you come up to the company is to challenge for a championship, You've definitely got some stones. That's right. Now Papa Bliss bouncing off the ropes, trying to go for a lariat. Oh, but Dylan reversing, trying to... Wait a minute, it looks like Dylan actually trying to pick up Papa Bliss, that monster on his shoulders. But, ooh, unfortunately, Papa Bliss reversing, laying in some shots to the back. I mean, I don't know if Dylan was going to be strong enough to pick him up. What do you think, Tibbs? We don't know. The Dylan, he may have a slight frame. He may be a skinny motherfucker that's really tall, but he's got some strength behind him. That's right, Tibbs. Oh, but wait a minute. Now Papa Bliss picking up Dylan, and a huge powerbomb sends him flying to the ground. Let me tell you something. Dylan said he wanted to fight. Dylan said he wanted to feel like he could lose at any minute, and I think he should be careful with uh, what he wishes for as Papa Bliss puts that big hand down on Dylan's chest, going for that pin. One, two, ooh, and then Dylan kicking out at two, Tibbs. I guess the uh, champ still got a little bit of fighting in him, climbing up against a turnbuckle. Oh, but wait a minute. Now Papa Bliss rushing towards Dylan, and a huge splash crushes the captain's champion falling to the ground. And now, wait a minute. Now, I know we've seen Papa Bliss. We see the big monster, but he's also known for being quite agile. Oh, showing it off right there. Jumping off the ropes for a moonsault. Oh, but Dylan gets the knees up at the last minute. Tibbs. I think he's got him. I think he's finally got him on the ropes. You think you he's going to do it? Papa Bliss, make your dreams come true. Make your daughter proud. Uh, well, now, unfortunately, after getting the knees up, Dylan seems to be in control, trying to pick Papa up one more time. Oh, but he's got him up. He's got him up. Oh, but the bat gives out. And unfortunately, that sends Papa Bliss back onto his feet right behind the Dylan. And oh, no. He's got Dylan. He's got Dylan in that reverse headlock, picking him up, and a huge brain buster puts the Dylan down. Oh, and Papa Bliss backing up in the corner, and Tibbs, this is a move we've seen all too many times. That vicious running knee. Oh, but wait. Dylan actually dodging out of the way, and a huge upper decker from behind. Oh, but wait a minute. It looks like he's not done, Tibbs. He's finally got him. He's got him after that upper dicker. He's picked him up on his shoulders, and he slams him down across his knee for that vicious neck breaker. That was total destruction. Going for a pin. One, two, three. And Tibbs, after what was an absolutely astounding match, it looks like the Dylan made a big comeback in a big way right there. And that's why he's the champion. That's right, Tibbs. I mean, absolutely astounded. We've seen him defend that title against men like Mojo Gruff. Now tonight, people like Papa Bliss, Cannon, and Charlie. Who's going to be able to take this belt off this guy, Tibbs? I don't know, so, but with seeing the competition he's had already in Papa Bliss, it's going to have to be a truly exceptional wrestler. That's right, Tibbs. And speaking of champions, I'd like to talk about our JWF world heavyweight champion, a man by the name of Brunch Boy Baron Corbin, a man who, I'll be honest with you, Tibbs, a man who has seemed afraid in recent weeks, a man who seemed afraid of the uh, of the man who's been going after him, the king of Flavortown himself, Guy Fieri has been hunting down Brunch Boy, but Brunch Boy refuses to relent. I mean, what do you think about this almost cowardly nature that Brunch Boy is putting on? I still think 
It's massively unfitting for a champion to run from a challenge. You want to see what a good champion does? Look at what the Dylan just did out there every week, having a match. Baron Corbin can't even get him into the damn ring half the time. It's really starting to piss me off. That's right, Tibbs. Meanwhile, at Brunch Boy is actually backstage with one of our top interviewers, and he's trying to get some questions about Guy Fieri's challenge. Ladies and gentlemen, Don the Don McDonald here with the JWF champion, Brunch Boy Baron Cor- Shut up, McDonald. I don't want to hear another damn word out of you, just like I don't want to hear another damn word out of Guy Fieri. Listen, do you think I'm afraid of you, Guy? You think I'm afraid of getting beaten down by you? No, 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 I'm not, I'm not scared of you. I'm not scared of what you can do in that ring, because I'm not a coward. I'm not someone who runs away from the company because he got beat just a little bit too badly. So as far as I'm concerned, guy, if you want a rematch, you got it. Barcade, me, you, the JWF Championship. But you know something? Just had myself a little idea. Why don't we make it a little bit more interesting? I mean, I'm sure you've got several diabolical evil ideas of something to do inside a wrestling ring, and well, so do I. So next week, we decide who picks the stipulation for this match. Because if you can defeat my opponent, we can do whatever you want, guy. You can tie one arm behind my back, blindfold me, it doesn't matter. But if my opponent, or should I say, my opponents beat you be prepared for hell at Barcade if you'll even make it to Barcade guy because next week it's going to be the king of Flavortown versus Rat Boy Connor and Victor of the Rat Sension and my boys are hungry guy why don't you give him a good meal next week well, Tibbs, I mean, it looks like we finally got us a match announced for Barcade. Brunch Boy Baron Corbin versus Guy Fieri for the JWF World Heavyweight Championship. But, I mean, do you think Guy can even survive a match against that dominant force known as the Rat Sension? I honestly couldn't tell you, Tibbs. Who authorized that match? I don't Who authorized that match? I, I guess you did, Tibbs, but, I mean, I guess we'll find out next week exactly what the stipulation's gonna be between those two men, depending on, of course, as he said, who wins that match, whether it be the Rat Sension or Guy Fieri. But of course, speaking of other matches, other matches for Barcade, we're about to find out who's going to face the JWF Tag Team Champions, the VWO, as the tag team, the reunited team known as the BS, take on the former JWF Champions, bananas in pajamas oh and it looks like looks like the vwo are actually joining us right now welcome to the uh welcome to the commentary booth boys oh sure thanks silver spoon sure sure it's great to be here good to see life from your side of the aisle that's right tibbs and and travis is well travis just kind of staring i mean tibbs how do you feel i mean you're sitting right next to the man who once was the Hammer Man. How do you feel? I'm sorry, Sills. I don't rightly know what you're talking about. I'd rather just get to the match if that's all fine with everyone. All right, Tibbs. Well, it looks like Johnny Bananas and Scotty Moore actually starting off this match. I mean, this is the first official match we've seen the BS in since their reunion at Los Trios Tangos. The two men locking up in the middle of the ring, and ooh, Scotty Moore quickly grabbing Johnny in a headlock, attempting to put all of his weight down onto the neck of Bananas. That's a wise move from the veteran Moore. What do you think, Tibbs? You know, it's really good to see Scotty Moore back in the ring after he had a fantastic match at the last pay-per-view, came back and surprised everyone. Now we get to see Scotty Moore back in action, full force every week, and he's starting to show that all that expertise that he had, he still got it in the ring. That's right. Oh, but it looks like Johnny actually fighting back, putting some big elbows into the ribs of Scotty, and ooh, one last shot forces Scotty to release the hold, and Bananas hits the ropes, bouncing off a huge running knee to the face of Moore, and now there's two men bouncing back and forth, going after one another. Now, let me ask you something, Griffin, 
you, your brother Travis, you're going to have to face one of these two teams at the uh, at the next pay-per-view. I mean, who could you even want to go against? Well, you know, Silver Spoon, I know that according to your vernacular, it doesn't matter whoever I go against because whatever's going to happen in the ring is going to be huge, isn't it? You think everything's huge. That's really cute. I like that. See, that's how much both of these teams concern me. I'm willing to just talk about the way you talk about people. Oh, Mm -hmm. all right. Oh, but wait, look, going back to the ring, looks like Johnny's got Scotty, and he hits it, peeling that banana, going for a pin. One, two, ooh, and a kick out of two from Scotty Moore, who's now crawling over to the corner, and he's tagged in Blake Tanner. The crowd going wild as the former JWF champion begins going to work on Johnny Bananas, backing him up into the corner, and Tibbs, let me tell you something, Blake is like a house of fire right now. As always, Silva, former champion, great worker, he's always going to be able to bring it. Good to see these two boys back together as a team. That's right, and now backing up uh, Johnny into the ropes is Blake Tanner. Ooh, but unfortunately, Joey tags himself in, but I don't think Blake notices, Tibbs. No, it didn't seem like... It didn't seem like the referee had made the right the calls loud enough, or I don't know if Blake Tanner was just distracted. That's right, and unfortunately, he's got his eyes on Johnny, allowing Joey to jump in, picking up the B in a huge powerbomb position. Now Johnny bouncing off the ropes with a springboard and a beautiful Tower of Doom slams Blake Tanner into the ground. That was fantastic, Tibbs. Quickly going on for, going for a pin. One. Oh, and Scotty Moore jumping into the ring, immediately breaking up the pin. I mean, that's the kind of brotherhood that you see between these two teams, between teams like the BS, Bananas and Pajamas, and, of course, brotherhood that we've seen in teams like uh, the VWL, Griffin. More than brotherhood. This is true brotherhood. This is real blood relation. We've known each other forever. My brothers and I, we have done things to each other. That would pale in comparison to anything you've seen in this match. All right? Sure, sure. Uh, all right, Griffin, but now... Oh, wait. Looks like the BS finally getting control of the chaos, literally putting bananas and pajamas against the ropes, and a huge double clothesline seems to fly to the outside. Oh, and Tibbs. It seems like the BS haven't missed a step since the last time they were in a ring, bouncing off the ropes, and a huge double tope suicida! Takes out bananas in pajamas. This is chaos at ringside, Tibbs. Fantastic. Break it all. I don't care anymore. That's right. BS closing in on victory. Blake trying to pick up Joey. But wait. Joey reversing, sending Blake crashing across the... Oh, they're in the announce table. Oh, and they've taken out Griffin Clouds. Griffin is out, Tibbs. It's like a speeding freight train right next to me. That's right. I mean, it's chaos. The JWF champ is down. Blake Tanner down. Oh, but wait. Looks like Scotty Moore trying to return order to this match, rolling Joey Pajamas back into the ring. But unfortunately, that's only one half of the legal men. And now it looks like he's trying to go over and get his tag team partner. Oh, but wait. From out of nowhere, Travis Clouds with that big vaping boot. Take Scotty Moore down, and unfortunately, Tibbs, that's forcing Ciabatta to call for a bell. I mean, this was a phenomenal match, and it just got ruined. He leapt out of his chair like he was a bat out of hell. Travis. That's right. It's a dis- That's unfortunately. It's unfortunately a disqualification, but it doesn't look like Travis cares as he grabs the steel chair he's been sitting on it. Oh, my God, using it to brutalize these men slamming Joey and Johnny in the back and oh my god oh my god he's grabbed Scotty Moore he's grabbed Scotty Moore by the neck and he's picked him up oh my god the vape breaker that vicious vape breaker destroying the spine of Scotty Moore I mean we know that was why Scotty was out was back injuries and it looks like Travis is trying to re-injure him this is carnage at ringside Tibbs Absolutely, Sills. I can't believe what I'm seeing. He's ruined my trust. He's ruined everyone's trust. And now he's ruined the back of Scotty Moore. That's right. Now, I mean, uh, who knows what's going to happen, Tibbs? It's just to determine the number one contender. And, and now, 
It looks like anyone who could have possibly been number one contender is laid out, and the only man standing in the middle of the ring is Travis Clouds with those two JWF tag titles, Tibbs. Well now, Sills, that might give me an idea. Well, I guess in order to find out about that idea, in order to find out what happens next with Guy Fieri, Brunch Boy Baron Corbin, in order to find out who answers the Dylan's next open challenge, you're going to have to tune in next time to JWF Monday Night Wolf. Uh, so, boy, not boys, just boy, because Dylan's now disappeared for some reason. He's been taken by the ether. What did you learn this week? Um, I learned that JBL needs to unblock me until I give him a reason to block me, which would be as soon as he unblocks me. Okay, wait, hold on. Let's, uh, let's do a quick recap. Go into Twitter real quick. Search JC Layfield and... Damn it! He hasn't blocked us yet! Uh, we'll report in next week. We'll report in next week, I guess. What did you learn? I learned that JBL has... No, I learned that my new favorite match type of all time is the Lucha Pinata Party match. Uh, So Dylan could be found in the ether, floating amongst the stars. Blake, where can they find you? You can find me at Blake A. Tanner on Twitter. Um, So you can block me, just like JBL. And and JBL, you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Moe, you fucker. S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. Buy all my books on Amazon, the Quasal Corp Trilogy, BS versus the Gods. Or, of course, you can go to audibletrial.com slash BS Network, get you a free 30-day trial and a free copy of any of my audiobooks. It's totally free. Supports us. You get something. It's a win-win. But if you want to support us elsewhere, you can on Patreon or by picking up some merch at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. So check that out. Check out all the other shows at aloadofpurebs.com. And remember to rate, comment, subscribe, leave us a review on iTunes. And as always... You can find us at loadofpurebs.com. Buy our merch at merch.loadofpurebs.com. Find us on Facebook, donate to the Patreon, subscribe on YouTube, and remember to follow us on Twitter at Fight Boy Show Chuck Taylor, because when you're a fight boy, you're a fight boy for life.